Podcast. Welcome to the Scaredy Cast, everybody. Paul Bear. Paul Bear. <laughs> Paul Bear. Uh, welcome, everybody. We got a lot to talk about. We got Shark Thieves, Bigfoot Erotica. Uh, ghost Investigation. Ghost Investigation recaps. There's all kinds of stuff happening in the world. And, um, On this episode of Scaredy Cast. We uh, also will have a, an interview with Michael Bean. Kelsey, talk to Michael Bean. You know him from Terminator, Aliens, Tombstone. Johnny Who was in Tombstone? Johnny Ringo. Love Tombstone. There's a meet and greet coming up or it already happened? Uh, it already happened. Yeah. Got sold out. Dude, out of those three movies, too, I could probably watch Tombstone the most. You just love it that much? Over Aliens. I will watch Tombstone. If I had to choose, like, Tony, all the movies in the world are going to, like, disappear. <laughs> all we're left with you is... You gotta pull them out. You gotta pull out the ones you wanna... We're left with Tombstone and Aliens. Which one would you want to keep? I'd be like, I'm going Tombstone. Yeah. Well, Tombstone has such a great cast in it, though. It is. Is the best. Great story. Um, and Brandon went on the ghost investigation. Great pizza. <sighs> I did go on an inve- <laughs> ghost investigation. Uh, do you like Tombstone pizza? Out of all the frozen pizzas, are we gonna go? <laughs> are we gonna go together? that way? It, it, hey. uh, out of you all the frozen it pizzas, yeah. Um. Tombstone is like mid, I guess. I like Red Baron. Red Baron. Red Baron Mexican pizza. Oh my god! Uh, When you're on a crunch, Tony's. Ugh. Dollar pizza. You can't go wrong. It's just food. It's just sustenance at that point. But um, what's going on with this news? Ghost sex. What? No ghost sex this week. No. No. I, I flip and put like two stories out there that Scaredy Cash should like look into. Well, guess what? We've already covered them. So, yeah, man. The uh, especially the uh, the pirate one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we def- we spent a long time talking about that one. Actually, mm. I went back to try to find the episode, but I didn't. I need to do better at tagging, <laughs> so I could like. <laughs> Maybe that's what we need to do. I'm gonna like. I should hire somebody, like one of our scaredy listener, hardcore listener dudes. Just be like, look, dude, I'll pay whatever you listen and tag everything we talk about. That way, if I'm like, oh, Brandon's saying we need to talk about this, but I know we need to. We've already did, so I should be able to check out episode. Yeah, so and so. Brandon's right. Let's go back in time to when we did. Uh, No ghost sex, just Bigfoot erotica. Bigfoot erotica. Yeah. Are we going to dive into that first? I was going to go with the shark theft. Let's go with the shark theft to Uh, coincide with last week's. So people at a 
And it's funny. I actually went to the aquarium the same day this happened, but it was a different aquarium. I went to the Odyssey in the desert aquarium. Which aquarium was this? Uh, this was in San Antonio. The San Antonio Aquarium uh, group of people, looks like about three of them, just in the middle of the day, broad daylight. It looks like they were inside. But um, over the weekend, these uh, people walked in. They walked over to the shark tank, grabbed it out of the water, wrapped it up in a blanket, and put it in a baby stroller, and then just left. With it like what like, and why? no one, no one saw anything. No one. No. I mean, I'm sure somebody did, but I mean, they were just in shock of what the hell's going on. Yeah, I forgot what I was watching. I I was watching the Daily Show, or no, it wasn't the Daily Show. I don't know. It was a show, but he he like, it was totally something different. Not referencing the shark thing, but they said that like, somebody doing something so absurd. In broad daylight, in front of people, you might think that it's normal. So, like, if you saw, like, a group of people walk up, all wearing black shirts, and they grab a shark out of the tank, and they wrap him in a, in a towel, and they mm. put him in a stroller thingy, you, think you would probably something? be like, oh, this is normal. Huh. They're, this just, is they're a- just taking it somewhere to, get to help Yeah, it. that's how they transport the sharks around in here. Seems safe. He's in a towel, and <laughs> baby strollers are safe. It's okay. Sure. But, uh, yeah, they wrapped it up in a blanket, pushed it out of the aquarium in a baby stroller. Um, they were caught. <laughs> and the shark is back at home now. But, like, I don't understand. Like, what are you going to do with it? Sell it? Uh, keep it as a pet? Are they going to put it in their swimming pool or something? That'd be a lot of salt. I guess so. Well, you got a saltwater pool. You need more salt than that. Well, they're in trouble and they're they face fines up to about and the thing is the fine is only like two thousand bucks. That's it? That's what it says. For stealing a shark. For stealing a shark. From an aquarium. The uh, main dude, the ringleader of the shark thieves, faces a fine between seven hundred and fifty bucks and two thousand five hundred dollars. Wow. So, that's what it costs if you want a shark. A couple grand, pretty much. Um, well, they got uh, the shark back, so. Yeah, but can't... What are you doing? Nothing. <gasps> Excuse me. Not doing anything. Uh, a few episodes ago. Not a few. It was a while we talked about this. Uh, remember the cereal poopers? The, the, the lady that was going into the people's yards and yeah. crapping? Yes. But apparently, like, like a lot of like, people are doing this all over places, like cereal pooper. Um, there's a neighborhood in Seattle, which has me worried because I want to move to Seattle. <laughs> it's always weird stuff in Washington. Uh, the neighbors are fed up with the crime spree of poop. And they've started a neighborhood watch group. Um, the pooper snoopers. Watch out for the cereal poopers. Are they the pooper snoopers? The <laughs> pooper snoopers. Pooper, sno- pooper snoopers. Uh. <laughs> okay, thanks. <laughs> I pulled up this article 
expecting a deep dive on this, but that's it. <laughs> that's literally yeah, all the information this article provides. These damn neighborhoods are fed up with these poopers. Neighbors are fed up with a crime spree in a North Seattle neighborhood. They've taken a different kind of approach to the neighborhood watch. They're going to keep an eye out. They think it's people who live in the woods. <coughs> That's it. <laughs> this is the news station up there, too. Like, do some investigation on this serial pooping. They need Mike Walkus. Oh, it's a video. They want me to watch the video. Forget you. I ain't watching your ads. They're putting signs up around the neighborhood that say, beware. And it's like a little crossing guard person, but they're pooping. And it has like a big circle and a line through them. Man. Oh. That's funny. Oy vey. Um, Twitch chat. How's everybody doing? Uh, Y'all know every Tuesday night when we record these episodes, we also live stream on Twitch. I guess I could go dot TV slash scaredycast. See what's going on. Um, See what everybody's talking about. Heidi in the chat wants to know if anybody watches Winona Earp. Do you watch Winona Earp? I have not. I have not either. I've seen it and I've heard about it. I just haven't watched it. I have too many shows on my list to get through. I have tons. And it's ridiculous. It just grows more and more every flipping other week. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, that looks good. I should watch that. Four years later, I should have watched Oh, my it. God. I've been getting caught up on Doctor Who since, like... Oh, for the... 2009. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there's a lot are of episodes. Are you still trying to get caught up? Yes. I'm, like, a season, like two seasons behind right now. Oh, it's, it gets so good, though. It's hard because it's... Like, they jump around. They do. Like, you gotta go find... Like, they the used to be on Netflix, and on Netflix, they were all in order. Mm-hmm. And now they're on Amazon, and it's like, well, here's these episodes, but then there's like the Christmas special episode, and that one, you got to go find that one. And then there's like the movie that came out kind of with the War Doctor, and that one's over here, and you got to go find, like, they're not in order. So I have to find guides, and yeah, I, uh, I'm on the season seven right now, halfway through. We just, uh, Rory and Amy just, like, died, or they're gone now. Spoilers. Spoilers came out years ago. Holy For anybody sh- else trying to, like... Holy crap, you're four, ep- you're four <laughs> seasons. <laughs> four man. seasons? Oh, my God. Capaldi's had two seasons already. I thought it was... Yeah, I thought that was what I was had to get through next, was just, like, his two seasons. No, you've got... After they die, yeah. Matt Smith has like another season and a half. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing that's taken me so long to get through Doctor Who is that I love David Tennant. David Tennant is so much. Yes. And I can't get past not having him as the Doctor. David Tennant, Rose, like and uh the the other the the black companion. Uh what the hell was her name? Was a lot. Oh, I got some. There's a piece of apple in my mouth. Oh no, he was. Anyways, was let me. Uh, I can't get like I don't like Matt Smith. That's that's how it is to it. You won't like Capaldi then. Probably. I like Matt Smith. He's fine. It's just like it's a different take. It's hard to adjust. 
There's another show that's out right now. It's on Netflix that's kind of doing the same way that Doctor Who, because they can change the Doctor every season mm-hmm. or every couple seasons. Oh, uh, yeah. Alter Carbon. So Mackie, the guy who plays Falcon, is going to be the lead next year because he can bounce from one body to another body to another body to another body. So, Yeah, I have that on the, the queue to watch. It was good. I watch it. Sometime. I didn't watch all of it, but I need. It was good up to what I'm I. I'm busy with Ozzy and Jack's World Detour right now. That show brings me happiness. Does it? Yeah. Because you just like, just turn it on. You're gonna be entertained. You're gonna you're gonna have a laugh. That's all I want right now. I don't want a show that makes me think too much. Mm. That's why I haven't watched Altered Carbon yet. Because I'm like, just looking at the name of the show, I'm like, <laughs> God, this show's gonna have make me think about shit. Yeah, it will. Uh, speaking of shows, I watched the first three episodes of Castle Rock. How is Castle Rock? It is great. And it's only on Hulu, right? Mm-hmm. It's only on Hulu. They put the first three episodes out last week. New episodes come out every week, so you can't binge it, which is a pain in the ass. I've heard that a lot of people, like Hulu's doing that a ton. Yeah. It's like they're trying to make everybody wait a week to watch shows. What is this? There's another show out that has uh, Kevin Costner in it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like Wild West Montana or something. What? Kevin Costner's in a Wild West Montana style show. He is. I think. I forget what the hell the show's <laughs> That's called. all he ever is in. Like, it's all of his movies and TV shows now. It's, he's Postman. a cowboy in Montana. Give us Waterworld 2, damn it. <laughs> right? But yeah, they, they are... I think it's on Am, it's Amazon, I think, that's now doing that mm-hmm. as well. You have to wait. Yeah, Castle Rock's good. I would recommend watching a bunch of Stephen King movies. Beforehand. Before it. Like, I would definitely watch Shawshank Redemption. Because uh, don't they... Don't they say something about Shawshank or something? Yeah, it's yeah. all all of his movies and books are related into the show. Like even the tiniest little reference will be there. And I feel like I'm missing a lot. Like by not going back and rewatching. Is there stuff a ton like, of uh like blinding light beams or anything like that in this one or No. It's JJ Abrams also does <laughs> Well, he didn't direct it, and it doesn't take place in outer space. I'm just saying, that's what his thing Look, is. everybody, with your blinding <laughs> light beams, guess what? Star Trek took place in outer space. You know what's out there? Stars. And you know what the stars are? They're bright as shit. So there's going to be that blinding light. Leave J.J. alone. Busy bringing y'all entertainment out the butt, like Mission Impossible. All right? Oh, is that J.J. Abrams, he too? produces them all. They're all his company. Bad robot. Oh. Just making good shit. Y'all out there giving them crap for sunspots. I'm not giving complete crap. <laughs> I just think it's fun. I'm sorry, JJ. I know you listen to this podcast, so right. I apologize really? for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> JJ's one of the 70 people that download this show every week. Only 70? Yeah, that's where we're at now. Yeah, we took what a dive. What happened to our influx of like 500? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> from Australia. <laughs> it took a dive. I don't know what's happening. Wow. Yeah. It's very deflating. Yeah. That's where we're at. It's weird though. Like I don't understand how it happened. I don't know. There's something I'm missing, I think. We're going to get <laughs> We're going to get into 
talking hey, about. Hey, scaredy guess, how you doing? The technical gonna, aspects of podcasting, but like we're gonna throw something. For down example, for you. last week. Okay, let me pull up my phone here. There's got to be something I'm missing somewhere with podcast specifics. Uh, last week's episode been out for a week now. A week and a day is only at 84 downloads. Okay? It's been out for one week and a day. Last night's episode, or yesterday's episode that came out, is already at 77 downloads. So the episode that's only been out for barely 24 hours is already going to pass the one that's been out for over a week. I don't understand. I don't understand how that's possible. I don't understand how I, it all works. And I boosted the freaking crap out of the last one, too. I don't know. I don't know how it all works. <laughs> Let's talk about Bigfoot erotica. Bigfoot erotica. Be careful who you vote for out there, everybody. Because your local congressman could be all about that Bigfoot dick. Uh, this comes from... Uh, what, if it's, what if it's a female Bigfoot? On his... On his Instagram. Well, the... Uh, a, a, con- a candidate that's running against this guy. This guy's name is Denver Riggleman. That's <coughs> his first name is Denver. Denver. Denver, the last dinosaur. Riggleman. Uh, Denver Riggleman. Uh, his running mate is Corey Stewart. Uh, hang on. Uh, his uh, The person he's running against is Leslie Cockburn. wow Uh, we're immature don't they pre-prove or we're adults (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) leslie we're just gonna call him leslie leslie uh leslie took to twitter the other day uh to tweet out a picture of denver riggleman's instagram where he, uh, where Leslie says, my opponent, Denver Riggleman, running mate of Corey Stewart, was caught on camera campaigning with a white supremacist. Ooh, that's not good. Don't do that. But now, as if that wasn't enough, he has been exposed as a devotee of Bigfoot erotica. Uh, apparently, there is a picture on Denver Riggleman's Instagram where he posted a picture of a drawing of Bigfoot and a Bigfoot dick. <laughs> now is it a is it a big foot it has a sensor. There's dick, a sensor on there. Or is it a Bigfoot dick? Is it's it, literally <laughs> where his penis would be is like there's a censored bar over top of it. Um, where Denver Riggleman says on Instagram, this is the cover art for Mating habits of Bigfoot, almost complete. Ha- it says hashtag mating habits of Bigfoot. Um, I hide nothing in this magnificent tome. Don't erase the censor box. So apparently he has a book coming out called Mating Habits of Bigfoot. Denver Riggleman. We should look into this book. Uh, look it up. See if it's on Amazon. See when it comes out. Uh, Denver Riggleman, however, uh, told everybody that the accusation about sexual interest in Bigfoot was absurd and acknowledged that writing two books on Bigfoot 
including the unpublished one, The Mating Habits of Bigfoot, and Why Women Want Him, both of which he said were just parody books. And it stemmed from running jokes that he has with his friends and family. Yeah, right. Bigfoot mating, first time paranormal monster romance <laughs> by Sarah Kitty. That's not that one. Uh, he also says that he does not believe in Bigfoot, but does not want to alienate the Bigfoot vote. Uh, he basically says it's a whole joke. Wow. There's a first time paranormal monster erotica called Broken In by Bigfoot. Whoa. <laughs> Is this like fan fiction over here? Uh-huh. Read it. I, it's two ninety nine. I have to get it on like Broken a Kindle. Broken In by Bigfoot. There's a whole bundle of them. The big Bigfoot erotica bundle. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's got four stars. Oh, my God. Broken by... in by the Bigfoot gang. <laughs> it's, Holy crap. It's free on Kindle Unlimited. I know. It's by uh, author J.D. Sirkay. And the book is called Broken In by Bigfoot. The first time paranormal monster erotica. We should get this guy on the podcast. There's also one called Alice in Monsterland. Seven books of tentacles, aliens, ogres, and more. <laughs> this book has one review. Broken in by Bigfoot review. Four stars. More like Big Dick. All I can say is that the park ranger must have the Bigfoot trained. Surely it's sensed a male close about while having sex. The ranger not noticing the missing car door is another clue. A girl just wants to have fun. She did and survived. Spoilers. <laughs> just tell us what the whole book's about, you asshole. <laughs> the stuff that we find on Amazon. You should write some of these books. Big people can write this kind of stuff Big and get published. Erotica, right? Yeah. We have a publishing house. Deep Woods, a Bigfoot erotica, a carnal cryptid's tale. The Stable Girl, bred by a stallion. <coughs> Beast me. <laughs> Beast me? Beast me. Wow. Oh, you're right. The big Bigfoot erotica bundle. Mm-hmm. You can get them all in one oh my God. package. One big Oh, we package. have excerpts. We have excerpts. Of what? The erotica bundle? Uh, broken in. Broken in by Larry, my Bigfoot encounter. <laughs> broken in by the Bigfoot gang. <laughs> God damn. Do you see the cover for that one? No, I haven't. I'm afraid. Oh, my Lord. Should we read this? I don't know. Excerpt? I mean. There, there's an actual excerpt of it? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's super long, though. Let's do it. Here's the one that brought up Bigfoot Why Erotica. Not? Might as well, like, this is dive an excerpt. down the All hole. All right, everybody. Here we go. Here we go, everybody. Buckle up. You turn down the lights. Turn down the lights. Turn on a can Light up a candle. Light up a candle. Get yourself Get a glass of wine. And some ice cream. And here we go, everybody. We're going to read a little Bigfoot Erotica. This is Broken In by Larry. My Bigfoot Encounter. By author Jacqueline D. 
Cirque? Cirque? I don't know how to say that last name. Uh, this is an excerpt that you can find on Amazon for free. If you can read it before you decide to buy the uh, bundle here. Here we go. <clears throat> Late one, huh? I cast up a skeptic. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Let Are me start right over. over there? Late one, huh? I cast up a skeptical eye from whatever tabloid trash I'm reading. I work the graveyard shift, Dennis. It's always a late one. Jesus, just making conversation. What does a night watchman um, woman do anyhow? Do all the dinosaurs come alive and roam the halls? Does Ben Stiller meet me for milk and cookies? I've heard them all. In reality, night watchman at the Museum of Natural History is a pretty good gig. Even if I'm pretty sure my tits got me through the interview. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis looks a little defeated His eyes keep dropping into my cleavage Well, enjoy Maybe we can get some coffee sometime I don't say anything I just eye him till he leaves The next guy who hits on me Better be tall, dark, and better looking Than the troglodytes that share these halls Louise, the director of the museum Approaches the desk I shuffle the magazine under the counter And sit up straight Everything's all locked up, Amy Oh and don't forget to swing by the amulet. It's really quite special. The amulet of Ra has been the museum's top attraction for weeks. Ooh, mummies. It's Louise's pride and joy, an intercontinental mission of untold proportions to bring something so valuable over from Egypt. God knows what we're going to give them in return. Uncle Sam's bedpan, probably. Sure, I smile. I'll scope it out. Louise heads away, pulling the front door closed. It clicks into place, and finally, thank fuck, there is a peace. No more hordes of school kids rushing around. No tourists with 20 cameras hanging off their necks. Just quiet and calm. The thing about being a night watchman is the boredom. At first, it's a bit of, bit of a kick being surrounded by all this history, but it soon loses its sparkle. You start to become part of the furniture yourself. Okay. Uh, my phone buzzes across the desk. I look at the screen. It says, horny, thinking about you. Penis emoji. <laughs> and like, it's not like an emoji. It's like they an eight, equal sign, equal sign, equal sign, oh. and an arrow. Mm -hmm. Get it? Mm. Uh, it was her boyfriend. Uh, he's been on my case for months to finally get it on. But I can't seem to bring myself to do it. Hanging onto my V card... In the vein of hope, someone better will come along. A real man. I should just dump the loser and move forward. A big, hairy man. Oh, Larry the Bigfoot. Let's skip ahead. Let's find Larry the Bigfoot. I think I think, uh, I think think Toxic's got a good idea. What's up, Toxic? We should buy these books and do... You read one, I'll read one. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my gosh. Here we go. Listen to this part. You're getting to it. I'm skipping around a little bit. I finally find myself in the third floor and the famed amulet exhibition. This floor houses all the temporary exhibitions. The really special stuff they don't want down on the ground where someone could just ram raid in and snatch it. Nor on level four where Tom Cruise could swing down from the ceiling to nab it. Tom Cruise. 
<laughs> Mummy reference. That is a Mission Impossible reference. Oh, that too. Where he's coming in from the ceiling. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's get ahead here. This is, I'm told this is very long. Dun, dun, uh, I read dun, the plaque. Dun, dun, said this is she's at the amulet right now. Uh, she's talking about the amulet. I read the plaque. Said to gift he who holds it with unnatural powers, including reincarnation and reanimation. My vagina could use some reanimation, I muse. <laughs> I turn and walk straight into the Bigfoot exhibit. For years since the discovery of Bigfoot in 2016, this was the museum's big attraction. Oh, okay. So in this universe, Bigfoot exists. Uh, but it would seem love for Larry has been lost. It's all about little pieces of rock now. I swing up to Larry's home. He towers over me. A huge pillar of muscle and hair. Mouth open in a vicious snarl. It was a, it's a pity that he wasn't alive when they found him all holed up in a cave down in Washington State. Though I can't imagine the life he would have lived behind bars would be much better than his current stuff state. They put a loincloth on him to cover up his monstrous wiener. I'm not saying that word. Gross. <laughs> I've had a peek once or twice. God, the size of that thing. I, it would split you in half. Damn, Larry. Poor Larry was all by himself when they found him. Uh, all the Hang on, what is this word? Uh, the kind of cryptozoological wonder that defies all reason and logic. Gigantopithecus. Gigantopithecus. Bigfoot. Big dick. So she says, big dick. Shush, I pat him on the leg. See you, Larry. Enjoy your view of the amulet. And I could swear he's warm. Hmm. The air conditioning must be down. I look back at the amulet. Even weirder, it's almost as if Larry's looking right at the amulet. Blah, blah, blah. The next two hours pass. I suck it up and wait. 2 a.m. arrives. I pick myself up and head back into the round. Surprise, surprise, nothing has changed. I arrive at the amulet. Was it glowing this much before? The thing's really lit up. Uh, I turn around, walk, and freeze. Larry is missing. What the fuck? I stare into the space, waiting for my eyes to fill him in, but he's definitely gone. I walk forward cautiously. His cave is there, his fire, and his loincloth. Oh, he's naked, Larry, now. I reach in and pick it up, turning in a full circle and looking around, but the Bigfoot has gone. Uh, Dennis, if that fucker's playing a prank on me, he can consider his balls mine. I, I'm cut. There's a typo in here. <laughs> he says, I'm cut them right out of his sack. Should be eyed, maybe. I don't know. Uh, kids, maybe, but how would they get in? I've been watching the cameras all night, and why would someone want to steal Larry anyhow? The amulet glows in the distance, pulsing and beaming with neon light. This is getting seriously fucking weird. That's what the book says, not me. It is getting weird, though. Uh, there's a growl down the corridor. I freeze again. Torch paused at the space Larry would be standing. 
she makes it over to the corner where the noise is coming from. I take a deep breath and walk forward, aiming the torch beam down in the darkness, and there he is, all ten feet of him. He's motionless. I give a sigh of relief, still a little bemused as to how he mysteriously managed to find himself down here. And that's the end of this excerpt. I'm assuming they have sex right afterwards. It didn't even get to the good part. I know, right? Like, at least get up to the moment when it's about to happen, then cut it off. Like when Larry walks up and just tears her clothes off. Brandon, do you have your hand in your pants? My hand. My hand. <laughs> you're only cut off, like, right here. Twitch chat is calling you out because you're on camera right now. and they're Better than you being asleep, I guess. Uh, so that's it. Uh, go pick up these Bigfoot erotica books. I'm sure that Congressman Denver Wiggleman or Wriggleman, sure he's got all of them. They're only four bucks. You can get the full set. Uh, the one I was just reading from, also broken in by Bigfoot and broken in by the Bigfoot gang for five bucks on Kindle. So, um, yeah, do it. Do it to it. There's a lot of books. <laughs> so, <laughs> go to Taken by the Minotaur Herd. Bigfoot Menage. There's lots. Uh, I want to read some reviews of Bigfoot Menage. Let's see. No reviews of Bigfoot Menage. Okay. Don't we have some uh, more stories to talk about? Broken in by the hang. I can't help it, man. I'm in this. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Can't get out of it. Let's see what this is. Uh, Deep Woods, Bigfoot Erotica, a carnal cryptid's title. Bigfoot, my lover. But there's a picture of a dude holding this lady on here. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, the reviews, three-star reviews by Lee in Oklahoma. His review, okay. That's all. His review just says, okay. <laughs> All right, Brandon. Are you reading any of this? <laughs> the Twitch chat? What's going on over there in the Twitch chat? Oh, I'm reading. <laughs> Someone wants. <laughs> uh, Does James know Kelsey? I don't know. Hmm. No, he, he watches Scaredy Cast, man. Uh, speaking of like penises and stuff, are you ready? Dan from Down Under. Dan's got a penis. We. <laughs> Uh, I just let me tell you. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. Penises in Australia are shrinking, <gasps> and what? the scientists think they know why. Now, because it's not real. Penises. I mean, please <laughs> sit down before you read this article. What you're about to read will shock you. This comes from. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what this site is. Comic Sans. Weird news. Uh, this says it could be happening globally, but research and data are based in Australia. Uh, it says there's a birth defect. That could be it. Could be a dirt birth defect called hypospadia. 
and the development of males where the urethra places its outlet for expelling aroma. Science, science, science. Uh, according to uh, one, in eight, 1 in 118 babies carry hypospadia in Australia, it says, in a study done from 1980 to 2000. Uh, but they say that the problem is getting worse. No one likes to talk about this. Often parents don't even like to tell their kids that they have it. It gets surgically repaired before they even grow up, really. But they say that hypospadia is doubling. And, uh, yeah. Australian penises are shrinking. So, Dan from down under, let us know how your wiener's doing, bro. Hopefully you're okay. And sorry that your kids are listening to us talk about your wiener. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah. <sighs> sorry, I keep forgetting that Dan's kids listen to this. Hey, what are you going to do? Yeah, it's a, it's a yeah, they just listen to Bigfoot jerk-off stories for like the past half hour, so I'm sure everything's fine. Ah, Heidi in our Twitch chat says she's seriously going to give these Bigfoot books a look. Do it. Give us a review. Go ball. We are balls deep on Bigfoot, you guys. <laughs> Toxic really wants somebody to read these books to him. <laughs> oh, my eyes. Uh, speaking of sex. <laughs> uh, the Center for Disease Control has a message to everybody out there. Do not... Wash and reuse your condoms. Don't do that. Really? We say it because people do it. Don't wash or reuse condoms. Use a fresh one each time, says the Center for Disease Control Twitter page. Do not need to create zombies through dirty (sighs) condoms. Golly, people. I've heard some crazy shit. (laughs) Ugh. I went to uh I went to the store the other day and I got a new shirt. We were going out somewhere and my wife went into Target to get something. So I drove kind of to the back area of the parking lot so I could change my shirt mm-hmm. in the car peace and quietly. I did that, changing the car and I couldn't I had to get out of the car to like, you know, straighten it out and everything. Yeah. Almost stepped on a used condom. It was very gr- gross. That is disgusting. So, also, find a trash can. At least they didn't keep it and clean it well, and use it again. Did it. They were right. Uh, so there you go. Also, they don't last forever. So check the expiration dates on there. No, they got they dry out and get real brittle. Oh, what? <laughs> Brandon, it sounds like you have a lot of expired condoms laying around. I've not had a lot, <laughs> but I've had my few that I've. <laughs> what the oh, hell is man. this? Man, poor Brandon. Ladies, don't let Brandon go through that. <clears throat> All right, don't let his condoms expire. <laughs> Just cuddle up with Brandon, read a little Bigfoot erotica, and take it from there. To all ladies out there. <laughs> Bigfoot erotica. Bigfoot erotica. Uh, we can do. We can do. Uh, 
Bigfoot erotica read by a big bear. Well, God, what am I just... I try to find scary, spooky news. Like, oh, this place is haunted. But it's always either old news or it's just like the same thing. Like, oh, I heard a noise. Oh, I see a shadow. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bleh. And then I just, that's why I just come up with things and I find news articles from Australia. Like this man jailed for having sex with a horse. Why? Because the horse gave him consent by winking at him, he says. <laughs> uh, he's a horse trainer, said the filly was left was traumatized. This, was this in Florida? This is Australia. Australia. Uh, the horse trainer said the, the horse was left traumatized after Daniel Raymond Webb Jackson, 31, committed two sexual acts with the horse when he broke into the stables earlier this year. He pleaded not guilty to committing an act of cruelty on animals by saying that the horse gave him consent by winking at him. How do you know a horse is traumatized? (sighs) What is wrong with the world? Uh, A lot of people are having sex with animals, I guess. Like, while we are sitting here recording this dumb shit... Something's happening. Right now in the world. Somebody's like sexing up a tree or making out with their car headlight or God knows what. Writing a story about (laughs) mythical creatures. That's fine. You can write your weird erotica stories, but there's people out there actually doing this weird shit. Like. (sighs) Tell us about your ghost investigations. <laughs> I have another story here, but I'm going to save. Oh, we're going to segue into it, huh? I have another story, but I'm going to save it for next week because it's really long. You're save it for next week. Yeah, I'm going to save it. It's really long. So uh, tell us about your ghost investigation. Let's get out of here before anything else happens. So I had a ghost investigation uh-huh. over the weekend. Um, it was another residence where people, uh, the homeowners were saying some stuff was. They had some books flying off shelves and um, weird instances of seeing seeing an entity like walking around the house. Mm-hmm. Um, the little boy, the child, uh, doesn't like to sleep in their in their room. Yeah. Um, so it was just all around weird. It's not an old area. Well, it's old out in Maricopa, but it's not like an old house. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be some of the consignment products. There's consignment, not products, consignment stuff that you go and buy at some of these Oops. used stores. Um, you never know what's necessarily going to be connected to any of this stuff. So it could be like a haunted lamp situation? It could be a haunted lamp situation. Um, someone could have died on the couch that you just bought or something could have been attached to it. Uh, started the investigation, walked in, wasn't too bad. Um, I set up my camera and just, since I've been going on these investigations with PAPS, the moment we get in there pretty much, I set up my camera and I hit record. Because no matter what, I'm going to pick up something. And I did. I picked up an EVP. I don't know exactly what he's 
they're still working through some of the stuff because it was just nonstop voices mm-hmm. in this house. Um, that was in the main main entrance where they say the uh, the book, but there's a, the books are all a bunch of old books on this bookshelf. So there's a couple things. Um, we get upstairs. We're in the in the master bedroom. And um, my camera's not able to focus into this hall in this this one side of the room, so I'm just sitting there, and we're doing investi- We're doing the EVP. Um, we have the flur out, which the flur keeps during shutting off and on, so something in there was drawing the energy away. We set up a constant IR uh, infrared camera in the room. We moved it to the bathroom pointing into the closet and something kept on turning off the infrared Uh and turning off the camera like not draining it or anything literally hitting the switch every time we'd put it in there every time we'd go back and see because it would you could see when the infrared turned off on my camera it would flash and something kept on turning it on and off Uh Um, so we're doing the investigation. We're not really getting too much K2 hits. There was one part where we're, we're checking around the bed and we're hitting, we're getting hits like constant hits around this bed in this one part. And, um, rod after that, it it just vanished. It just stopped. After that, Rod went to his case and got pulled out his recorder, and um, he wanted to just make sure because there there's certain questions you can ask entities or whatever to make sure that they're not like spiteful or anything. You ask a question that they're they have to answer. They have to answer this question. It is um, was God did God come back in the flesh? And if it's like a demon or anything like that, they will answer you because they have to answer that question. Mm. So when he asked that question, I heard no in my ear. But I started crying. Whatever was in that room with us made like did like an emotional, weird, like emotional thing to me after that question was asked. I don't cry that much. I cried enough when I was a kid. I do not cry. I cry all the time. This just, it was like, it just overwhelmed. It was like this weird thing, and I just started crying. I didn't say anything right away because I was like, this is fucking weird. So is it on, like, video? It's on video. It's on recorder. Because after, because I started, I thought my nose was bleeding, too, because I started feeling something going down my yeah. It was just my crying. Um, he picked up an EVP and it said, uh, there's a voice on it that said, I did that. That's fucked up. So when <laughs> I want to, I definitely want to listen to this one and see what happened. But that's the first time I ever got an emotional response from, but I've heard of it. Ghosts can do a lot of things and or whatever ghost entities, whatever they can, they can tune into your energy as well and cause, emotional responses from you that's why sometimes you feel 
tingling. That's why you sometimes get the goosebumps and stuff like that because they're drawing, they're trying to get a response out of you. Mm-hmm. So this was weird. Rotten. It was really, it was really kind of cool. It was kind of weird for me though because I was like literally just like, just tears rolling down my face <laughs> and to the point where there was like this not. That was just weird for it me. It was weird. I'd never go anywhere again. So. Whenever Thor shows up in Avengers Infinity War and he says, like, bring me Thanos, I cry because it's so good. I watched that today. And whenever Captain America first shows up in Infinity War, I cry, too. I cry. That's why I cry. But you have demons making you cry. It's fucked up. Well, not demons, but there's Um, ghosts also have feelings of, of dread sometimes and feelings of. There are demons. But it's not all demons. Something's fucked up. That's not good. Uh, anyway, speaking of this investigation and all the other investigations, starting tomorrow or on Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific time, we're going to start streaming uh, these investigations. They're not live investigations. They're no. pre-recorded investigations, but they're going to be playing on our Twitch channel every Wednesday at 3. So you can watch them there, but you can also go on YouTube to... Phoenix, Arizona Paranormal Society. Just Google that, and all their videos will come up. You can watch all their stuff, but we're going to start showing it on our Twitch on Wednesdays at 3. So if you like ghost investigation shows and creepy things like EVPs and all that, you can uh, watch it on our Twitch or on their YouTube, wherever you want. We have to figure out what we're going to do for our contest. We will be having a contest next week. We'll be announcing a contest where you can win a trip to go on a ghost investigation with Paps and Scaredy Cast. We're going to do just one one winner? We'll do like a winner and the other pass can be they bring a friend. Okay. So they're not coming alone. So with this contest, I'm going to give, there's, you want me to give the info right now? Sure. That I've, I've learned. So with the, this contest, you are going to, you win a ticket to the ghost investigation, you also win the privilege of spending the night with ScaredyCast in the haunted ranch house in the hall. Paps has the bedroom. Uh-huh. ScaredyCast has the hall. We are going to be set up in that hallway after the investigation. So all uh-huh. of us are going to be in the ranch house. Okay. So the winners get to do the investigation and then get to do the sleepover with us. And when is the, what's the date? Sep- it's in September. September. Okay. So we will uh, announce a contest next week and then we will pick a winner the week after. It is going to be the night of September 15th. Perfect. Okay. So next week, you can find out how you can win, and then the week after that, we'll pick a winner. But you can also, if you want to just buy tickets, mm-hmm. you can, they're $35 for the investigation. Mm-hmm. They're $20 if you get a room at the Otero for the, the night as well. Okay. So all you have to do is when you are going to buy your tickets for to stay there, you just tell them that you are there 
you're staying there for the Ghosts of Otero investigation, mm-hmm. and they will give you the specialty rate huh, as okay. well. Cool. I'm not sleeping in the hallway. I need a bed. Well, the winner of so the well. Scaredy Cash contest will be sleeping with me in that hallway then. Okay. Yeah, I need a bed. Big, comfy bed. I probably You're not going to do the lock-in then? I probably won't even sleep. I'll probably just be awake all night long. Worrying about your buddy? Worrying about my buddy? Yeah. You're not... There isn't a bed in there. What do you mean? Who am I worrying about? Me. You're not going to be sleeping either. I'll probably be sleeping. You think I'm just going to be sitting? You fell asleep right here on the couch last week. You probably will be asleep. All right. Uh, anyways, uh, there's that stuff. Uh, we're going to do an interview with Michael Beam with Kelsey right now. And then we'll uh, see everybody next week. that all? I think so. That's it. Okay, cool. Uh, shoot, that was the wrong mouse. Controlling two <laughs> computers over here. That's where I'm at. Good night, everybody. Good night. Now, Michael, people are very familiar with your work in Aliens. Do you happen to believe in Aliens yourself, or have you experienced anything that might make you believe that? Um, I don't know if there are aliens. Um, There have been times in my life where I've seen things. Um, I used to drive through the desert uh, from L.A. to... um, Lake Havasu, where my parents lived, and I used to see things that it, no doubt in my mind was uh, something bizarre. I didn't know what it was, but it's a big black thing that just went from one side to the other, huge, right in front of me. And But I didn't say anything because I didn't want people to think I was crazy. Looking back at it now, I think it was a stealth bomber. You know, and I think that it was just and I, I saw two of them on two different drives. And I think they were just they were stealth bombers, you know. And one of the things about, you know, UFOs and so on and so forth. And they used to be big in the 60s and 70s and 80s. And people were talking about them a lot and everything. Now you have to ask yourself back then, who walked around with a camera? Nobody. Now, everybody in the world has a camera. Where's all the alien pictures? So I'm not saying that they don't exist somewhere. It's beyond my comprehension that they don't, but I don't know. Well, that is an absolutely incredible story. And that's a good point that everyone has cameras out there. So where is the physical evidence? Now, there's another question that kind of along the same lines, but do you believe that there is a possibility for time travel or like a machine uprising or something in our day and time? Well, um, I, I, um, I, have to, I have to listen to um, uh, Stephen Hawking's. Um, you know, Stephen Hawking said before he died that he was concerned about what, he didn't say it in these terms, but he was concerned about technology you know, getting past mankind and going faster than mankind. I mean, it's already way past me. I mean, I was like, I'm not even close, you know, but he was very concerned that technology would kind of just overtake the system. And that's Stephen Hawking's, okay? Now, he's basically talking about the same thing that Jim Cameron wrote and made a movie about in 1984. 
So is it going to go down like that? No, I'm sure it's not. Is the planet or is our life going to still be around, you know, by the time something like that might happen with what's going on in the world today with climate change and, and, and nuclear weapons and so, and so on and so forth? I don't know. Um, but um, I believe that, like, well, see, you know, I have to listen, listen to Stephen Hawking, you know, and if he believes it, I believe it. Well, thank you so much. That was super insightful, and I'm sure every one of our listeners out there are going to enjoy it. Do you have a message for our listeners out there? If, you're, if you have a passion for something, um, then go after it and stay after it and keep doing it and keep working on it no matter how many no's you hear.